Hello and welcome to the Franchise Marketing Show. This episode was recorded at the International Franchise Show at the XL. So although we use some really good microphones, there is some background noise going on, there's some announcements going on, because obviously it was a really busy show. But the content is absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed recording these interviews. And I hope you enjoy um, watching slash listening to them as well. Enjoy. So, welcome back to the International Franchising Show. I'm joined by John Preston from Mathnasium. Thanks for joining me, John. Um, Thank you for having me. John, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about Mathnasium? Okay, my name's John Preston. I'm the master franchisee for, for the UK, and for those that are not in the franchising industry, that basically means I'm responsible for developing Mathnasium as a brand in the United Kingdom and rolling out centres throughout the UK. Uh, Mathnasium itself, we're a maths tuition company for children between the ages of 5 and 16 years old. Cool. And Mathnasium is a kind of truly big global... Um, so it started in the US, is that right? Yeah, so it started in the US around about 2000, franchising from 2002. In the US, there's a north... Uh, US, I think, there's 950 centres, give or take. Uh, worldwide, we've got 1,200 centres. At the moment in the UK, we've got 17 centres. We've got five that are going to be coming up in the next three months, and we're looking to have 100 centres, not necessarily 100 franchisees, but 100 centres uh, by the end of 2026. Yeah, and the, the Mathnasium model is slightly different to other tutoring models yeah. that are available in the franchising space, um, because it's all run from actual locations. It is. Um, and is that how the model works in the US as well? Like, it's all... In, in yeah. How, yeah. Standalone centres. I mean, when we look at mathematics, uh, of all the different strands of tuition, there could be maths, English, science, yada, yada, yada. Uh, maths represents 40% of all tuition. And we, I always say this to franchisees, we do one thing, but we do it really well. And that's why we specialise on maths. And that was the appeal for me, actually, when I first looked at it, because English, I'm not so comfortable with, but maths, I, I, I understand that. Not that we're looking for franchisees that are delivering that instruction, but you have to have an affinity or an understanding of mathematics to understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, tell us a bit about your story from, um, I suppose, coming into franchising, what you did before, and how you've become the master licensee for Mathnasium in the UK. Uh, yeah, so I was in investment banking. I was at HSBC, Barclays Capital. Um, really enjoyed my time there, up until the point that I didn't. Uh, <laughs> And it was an illness in the end that kind of gave me a kick up the backside to say, you know what, why are you not going into business? I've been talking about doing it for years. In fact, the reason why I got into finance was basically so I could get some funds behind me so I could open up my own business. No idea what I wanted that to be. But the illness triggered me to, one, start looking at franchising. Because I was looking at all these small businesses and what they all lacked were the processes and the systems in place. So by getting into franchising, you fast forward that development. Um, I wanted something altruistic, and actually initially I was looking at healthcare, but I ruled that out quite quickly because it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. And then I literally by accident stumbled across Mathnasium, was not expecting to come away with a children's education franchise, that's for sure, that was not on my radar. But it, it fit, uh, the more I looked into it, and I always look at it from the consumer first. So. If you look at the Google reviews that we have, I mean, now in the UK, the Google reviews are there, but at the time, there were no UK centers. So I was looking at the US, and they were consistently amazing. 
And I was like, well, if nothing else, there's got to be something I need to look into here. And the more I looked into it, the more it resonated with me. And it's not just about children, teaching children basic maths and, you know, what are percentages, things like that. It's also about developing their critical thinking and understanding. And in an investment banking world, I saw AI, I saw automation, robotization, you know, machine trading, all of that was taking place. And I was like, this is the future. So what are the skills that you want your children to have for the future? You want them to have a thorough understanding of something because if they truly understand it, they get it, they can manipulate it. And that critical thinking. And for me, that's what mathnasium does. And that's why children do exceptionally well in exams when they've been attending mathnasium. Yeah, yeah. And what do you kind of look for in a franchisee? Like, what, is there a certain background you think is important for someone who joins Mathnasium Network, or is it more the skill set they have? So I'm just thinking about all the different franchisees that we've got. You know, I think fundamentally, the brand tends to resonate with the franchisees. Just it resonates naturally. We draw people, a lot of people from professional services background. Uh, you know, former accountants or consultants of like Big Four, bankers like me. Um, but we've also got people that are coming in from you know, having had other businesses. So we've got quite a diverse array of people. The one thing that strings them all together is they, and it's very much like our customers, our end customers, is they have an appreciation of education. That that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. which which makes sense. No, I, I suppose they're all, I think you said it as well, they must be looking for a rewarding career as well, which it obviously gives them. So. Yeah. Um, what, what say? And also financially lucrative. Yeah, so. well, that, that, was, that was actually my next question. So what, what kind of business, I suppose, in terms of size and scale, can a centre, what, a franchisee grow, essentially? And, and how does that compare to kind of other tutoring businesses that, that are out there? Yeah, so I think this is where we're really different from a lot of other businesses. There's true scalability in this. The biggest franchisee in the US, and I refer to the US because it's the most mature market that we have, um, there's got 49 centres. Wow. Um, a single franchisee running a single centre, you can earn a quarter of a million pounds a year. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, and you can scale up. Like, we don't want to hold people back. We're here to help develop people to own multiple centres. We'll have 100 centres by the end of 2026. I don't want 100 franchisees. You know, we want 30, maybe 40 franchisees. The reality is most of the franchisees either want to have one massively successful centre or they want to have multiple units. Yeah. And we're, we're comfortable to, you know, either of those models work for us. Yeah, yeah. and do you have multi-unit franchisees already? So franchisees that have extended and, and gone into other units? Well, I said that we've got five units opening up in the next three months. Uh, three of those are with existing franchisees and one's a former centre manager she was actually worked for me um, and she loved the brand so much and said John I really like you but actually I want to make some money myself <laughs> and so she set it up on her own nice so, yeah what's um I always think someone looking at a franchise like one of the things that's sometimes kind of hard to picture is what what would my typical day be like yeah so um, you can walk around a show like this and look at different things yeah. but actually if you're leaving employment or something, what you actually want to know is what does my typical day look yeah. like? What's my lifestyle going to be like? And that's kind of hard to answer just generally, but like what would a typical day of a Mathnasium franchisee be like? Typical day. One of the things actually that centre managers, franchisees, uh, running centres 
they all like. It's, there's so many different aspects that they're getting involved in. Fundamentally, you're growing a business. We're not looking to take on people that are tutors as franchisees. We're looking for people that build a business. And so there's two distinct aspects to your day. There's the before you open the doors up to students and then when you open the doors up to the students. So everything around the business is probably from like 11 o'clock in the morning till three in the afternoon. So for people that like having a lion in the morning, this yeah, is perfect. Sounds perfect. <laughs> um, then, yeah, you're doing everything around business. So you're doing marketing, you're doing good sales, you're contacting existing customers, you're looking at you know, learning plans. And then when the children come in, your focus then is on the instruction team who are delivering the tuition to the children and ensuring that that's top quality. Yeah. And so it's really quite varied. But it, yeah, it's actually quite a social role. It's really nice. Yep. You become ingrained in the community. I still go to my first centre, um, I still go there, I still bump into parents, that their children still come to the centre, or parents whose children used to come to the centre, I'm walking down the street and they're like, hey John, yeah. it's the mask guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Well actually that's the unique thing isn't it, because the other thing we've heard, it, the centres are on high streets as well, so they're very yeah. visible in the community, I suppose, yeah. is, that, is that part of the model that's come over from the US to be, 100%. To be that kind of way? We're an intrinsic part of the community, and. I mean, coincidentally, other retailers nearby love us because the footfall that we, we bring to an area. Um, but yeah, we are part of the community. We see ourselves as much as that. You know, some things that we don't talk about, we don't shout about, but this is something for me that I did. Because I mentioned that altruistic element. Yes, we charge people for tuition, but I also have a few children in every center who they don't actually pay for tuition. Their parents right. don't pay for tuition. I do this because I want to do it. It's not something Mathnasium's prescribed, but actually quite a few of the franchisees do it. Uh, the challenge is actually finding those genuine children yeah. that are in need, but yeah, that's we are part of the community, and so we take that responsibility. So it's amazing. If someone's interested in finding out more about Mathnasium, what, what would be the kind of best next steps, and then what, what's the kind of process like from maybe inquiring and having a chat through to becoming a, a franchisee? I mean, it's probably the same as everyone, really. First yeah. step is go on the website, yeah. plug in your details, or give us a call. Um, and then we will be in contact, and we'll give them information, preliminary information about the opportunity itself. The franchise recruitment person will actually talk to them, just make sure that they're on the right lines, and then they'll come in for a discovery session. And this is where you get a real look under the bonnet and find out how does the system work, how does the franchise work, um, is this actually right for you? Because the interesting thing about franchising is not taking a job. You're going into partnership for five, ten, however many years. And so it's understanding, is this something that you want to do day to day? Is this something that you want to get involved with in scale? Uh, because it isn't for everyone, and that's fine. Yeah. And it's, so we have those conversations. So yeah, you come for the discovery session, and then at the end of the discovery session, you actually see the center in action. So you'll see like 40, 50 kids come running through the door with a smile on their face, and they genuinely yeah. have a smile on their face. Uh, and then we, yeah, and then from there, we'll have one-to-one -one discussions around territory, finance, financial models. Um, the franchisees ultimately, or potential franchisees, will present a business plan to us. Not that we expect them to know everything about the business, but at that stage, they will have their own thoughts about how they would like to nurture and develop that business. And it gives us a great insight on them and equally how we're going to support them when they are franchisees.
Uh, yeah, and then uh, if they pass that, then they become franchisees. So, John, in um, 2023 so far, like how how are you finding franchise recruitment? Um, yeah, how are you seeing it at the moment? Challenging, actually. Yeah. Well, we're we're seeing it quite challenging because, well, at the beginning of the year there was a lot of uncertainty, but now that we're starting to see some layoff and redundancies, we are getting a pickup of interest just out of the blue, and we're getting conversations that like really high quality conversations straight off the bat and this has just been in the last month so I don't know what's in the water but like keep it going yeah interesting um, we we cut down some of the marketing we reviewed portals and we said well what's working for us what what isn't um, we did the cost benefit analysis on that and obviously we've got a stand here that's a significant investment but for us it's important because a lot of people think in the franchising they'll immediately think about quick service restaurants or you know something like that they're not going to think mass tuition yeah. and invariably the people that do are thinking about becoming tutors themselves yeah and so we need to be loud and we need to say hey this is a business this is a scalable business and so it's trying to find ways to communicate that and i feel like there's a lot of activity that goes on within an existing pool and it's something that you raised on one of your podcasts is about how do you tap out into that other pool yeah. of people that this could be relevant for, but they don't know how to get into it. And for me, I think that's where the future is. Yeah. Well, I think I think with Mathnasium, you're in a you're in a great position where actually anyone with an interest in franchising could consider Mathnasium. Yeah. There's not a skill set that you need to, to be a franchisee. 100%. But in a sense, that's almost it's not a weakness, but it, it means there are other brands out there which only target accountants. So their marketing is very, very yeah. focused, yeah. which kind of makes it, I don't know if it, which is better or which is, uh, <laughs> like, but I think, I think, well, actually today, maybe a, a sign that things are changing, but that, that pool of people looking at franchising does feel like it's been on decline for a few years. But I think a lot of people are saying there is kind of positive signs coming out. I don't know if that's because a bit of the uncertainty about the economy, it's not quite looking as bad and people are, are more prepared to you know, start looking again. But hopefully that, that's a sign of, sign of what's to come. Well, we've looked at, we've also looked internally and gone, okay, well, you've got a dwindling pool of franchisees. What do you do? Well, let's look at existing franchisees, making them more operationally efficient, more profitable. You know, the growth that we're experiencing now is primarily driven by existing franchisees going, well, what am I waiting for? Like, this works, it's working for us, let's go open the next centre. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bonus of the multi-unit kind of um, side of things that you have. Yeah. What kind of marketing activity do you have in place um, currently then around franchise treatment? Like, are you still on the portals? And portals, um, we're right now, we are portals and exhibitions. Um, and we do a little bit of Google Ads, but not, not a lot, a yeah. small amount. Um, and that's really it. Yeah. And have you done any work of fishing in that other pond? Of no, that's something that Louise and I, so Louise is the head of marketing, that we've been discussing, and that's what we're actually going to be talking to you about. So. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting one. And like, do you, do you know who you'd be Because I think another part of, and I speak to lots of franchisors about this, the the fact you can target anyone from any background is a bonus, but then when you actually look to fish in that other pool, 
It's really expensive. It's so well, it's really expensive, everyone. and it, it, in a way, you need to be. It works much better if you say, "Well, actually, I know that accountants are what we're looking for, and I can shape my marketing to talk directly to accountants." Yeah. But would you know if you were kind of creating the second pool, who you would target? Yeah, I think those that have had a corporate career, yeah. uh, probably like forty plus, so they've got experience. They're probably a little bit jaded uh, in, in the whole corporate world, and they want to do something for themselves. But they also want to tap into that altruistic element. So I think that's that's our sweet spot. Yeah. Um, and they've probably been made redundant, or the uncertainty they're experiencing in the workplace. They've gone. You know what? Is it time for me to reassess and look at something different? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And then just finally, the the show. Obviously, we're here today. It, it, it looks pretty busy. How how have you found it so far? So far, the footfall has been fantastic. Um, we've had some good quality conversations. It's really hard to tell. That's been three months' time, and I'll say, well, yeah, we've got X number of franchisees. But so far, the indication signs are really good. I've got six people on the stand, and at points, we've all been talking to the central applicants. Well, I hope it goes well. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Cheers.